Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So when I was going through my rebirth like 12 years ago, I was the baby of the bunch. There was like four or five of us, all dudes, and they were older. I was the youngest. And uh, we've kind of faded. So these days, I'm the oldest. I'm the old guy out of all of my friends. And uh, I was talking to one of them the other day, and (laughs) he said, uh, I don't want a blowjob. I want a full body massage. And he's swimming toward 40. And I kind of, I laughed because there was truth in that because I get what he is saying as I just turned 50. I want you to look me in the eye and tell me you desire me. I want you to buy me dinner. I want to be held. Uh, It's interesting because as you get older, and I I think some of it is physiological. I think some of it is, uh, you know, lowering testosterone. You're not so high strung. Um you want connection, right? And in my 20s, uh, of, of course, I would rather prefer a blowjob over a massage. But now my 50s, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about four ways or four signs that you know you're the problem. Okay, I'll get right to it. Oh, real quick, before I begin, I want to remind you of... TAT, the Angry Therapist Podcast Premium, which launched uh, not too long ago. And uh, I introduced something called Series. And it's basically uh, uh, a series on a topic that rotates every month. And I go deeper into the topic, but I also give homework and I frame it different than these podcasts in that I try to do everything I can to uh, not just give the lesson, but what do we do with the lesson, right? Because self-betterment is only 50% revelations and insight, learning, connecting dots, and then the other 50% is um, execution. And if there's no execution, uh, there's just a lot of theories and ideas. So for the premium, there's... uh, series episodes that put a lot more weight on the execution piece. And also uh, you have access to my first in, I was going to say in person, but it's a a call-in show. It is in person, but it's a live call-in show because uh, I grew up with Loveline. Remember Loveline back in the day? Uh, I used to to sit in my driveway coming home from uh, like a high school party and uh, just sit in my driveway and listen to Loveline for like an hour before I went in. I lived at home, so. Okay. Korean people, they live at home until they get married. I lived at home. I lived at home until, uh, man, college. I think I lived at home until about 25. I didn't get married at 25, but I definitely, uh, <laughs> my brother and I shared a room until 25, and we, we both had girlfriends. And so there was four of us in this tiny room, and the girlfriends would spend the night. Plus, we had two little dogs it's two dogs and four people in this little room all throughout uh, college because my brother and I lived at home. Okay, four signs that you're the problem. Sign number one 
if you look back at your relationships, the same thing keeps happening. So a lot it's it's very easy because you're with someone new to forget about the old and say, oh, but this time it's different. If you look back and you're objective, and if the same shit keeps happening, chances are um, it may be you, right? It may be, and I know the relationships are different. The people you choose to love may be different. You may be different in certain ways, but if the same problem keeps happening, you can't deny that it may be you. You're the common, the common variable in every equation, right? So you have to look at that. So that's one sign. It's kind of an obvious sign. I'm saying this because many people don't look at it. They just, um, they just say, well, you know, it's a new relationship and uh, it's different this time. I know I'm doing the same thing, but no, it's totally different. If, uh, if, if, if in the six relationships, uh, if the plane keeps going down the same way or around the same time for, for many people, uh, I think three years is kind of the make or break. And a lot of people, uh, consciously or unconsciously, uh, end up spinning and sabotaging the relationship right around that mark. And if that has happened in your relationship, Every relationship that you've been in, chances are you are the instigator. You're the person that uh, um, you want to examine. All right, sign number two is your friends keep telling you. <laughs> okay, so not the same friend. Not the same friend that keeps the same, saying the same shit over and over, but like all your friends collectively. So uh, not only friends, but also, you know, maybe family members, cousins, people you, you hang out with, you know, people that know you very well. If they keep saying, you know, uh, here's the, the classic, you keep dating the same guy or, you know, the same type of person. And you're like, no, it's different this time. Um, no, it's probably you and they're probably right. So if the people around you who know you the best and collectively, not one person, but if collectively they're all saying you're you know attracted to the same person or you're doing the same thing, um, if they're able to point out something that you may not see or may not want to look at, that's a sign that it probably is you in the relationship. Number three, defensiveness. If you are always defensive. If you find yourself always defensive, it's easy, especially if you're defensive, to point the finger at the other person. So if your default is defensiveness, yeah, you're you're defending always. And so you're, you're always telling yourself uh, and probably the person you're loving that it's not you, it's them. Um, but if that's a pattern, then it the problem is you. And even if the problem isn't you, the problem right now is you because if you are defensive, you're not creating any kind of space for reflection or looking at oneself. You can't be defensive and take ownership at the same time, right? It's like you can't love and hate at the same time. Well, you can't be defensive and own something. And if you're not owning something, chances are there's no growth in the relationship. Uh, in any relationship, both people have to own their part. And it may be, you know, it may not be equal, right? Uh, and, and also, I don't really like to look at it as like percentages or equal, um, the ownership is different, right? What you need to own may be very different, probably is, than what your partner needs to own. 
in, in the relationship. So if you find yourself always being defensive, chances are you're the problem. <laughs> and, and if, and if you're not the problem in general, you are the problem right now because you can't be defensive and look at something with honesty, uh, objectively with fairness and go into something with curiosity instead of judgment and pointed fingers. Okay. The final one kind of goes with this. If you find that in relationships, you have a pattern of not owning. So people who are defensive also don't own. And like I said, if you don't own, there is no growth. There is no glue that's produced, right? There isn't a lot of trust. Um, there's just a lot of shields and defending, right? You're, you're, the magnet the magnet is flipped. You're pushing the person away. You're making your partner feel more alone and isolated. Um, you're kind of, I mean, I, I guess it's not grabbing. You're pushing instead of um, loving with open palms, if you will. So if you find that you are not taking ownership, and how do you know? Well, let me ask you, what ownership have you taken for so let's start macro uh just if you look at all your relationship what's the common thing that you have taken as far as ownership right when i look at my relationships how i know that um i was the problem in many uh, is the 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 common behavior of me whether it's subtle or not uh it doesn't matter it's still it's still there so whether it's done through energy um, because it wasn't obvious, right? It wasn't me uh, controlling. I, I don't find myself to be a controlling person, but like subtly. And so what I mean by that is um, wishing that someone was different, acted different, you know, you know, uh, in one of my relationships, I wished she worked out more, right? So not accepting the person fully as they are, but trying to subtly control um, or wish they were different, you know? And so that's been not a pattern in all my relationships, but I would say, um, more than half. And so that's something that I have to look at because if that's, if that keeps happening, it's, it's me, I'm the one doing that. Right. And so that is, uh, uh, one thing that, uh, I can look at and say has been, um, the case. And then what's the ownership there? Well, I would have to own it. First, I have to accept it. I have to notice it. And I have to then, uh, after that, own it. And by owning it, uh, it's not just acknowledging. Owning something means, okay, what am I going to do about it, right? That's my pattern. Um, what am I going to do about it? So in this relationship, if I find myself doing that, uh, to not do that, to investigate where that's coming from because it's deeper than me trying to control, right? The, 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 the controlling or me wanting someone to be a certain way or act a certain way or, you know, whatever it is, um, me not accepting the person for who they are fully is coming from something that is uh, probably lacking in me, right? So owning it isn't just, okay, don't do it anymore. I don't think that's sustainable. Owning it is taking a deeper look, a deeper dive on why you keep doing this or why you keep looking at certain things in through that lens um, and then exploring it. 
And if you follow that thread down, you will have a better understanding of self and why you do what you do. And that journey, because it's not something you just do on a Sunday afternoon, (laughs) you can start on a Sunday afternoon, uh, but it's a journey, right? It requires reflection and processing. And, uh, but that's, that's, that's ownership. You know, the, the inward journey of investigating self and one's flaws and shortcomings and, you know, unhealthy patterns, uh, investigating it, not just the announcement, um, is the, the beginning of, of taking ownership, right? So if you find that you don't own, if you find that in relationships, um, you have not taken much ownership, maybe, uh, when things got hard, you just blamed a lot and then bounced or allowed the plane to go down and didn't really reflect on your piece, then you're the problem. And it is a problem (laughs) because chances are it's going to happen again. You know, you're going to get into something else. And if you don't work on it, it's going to occur. Um, It may be different because you're loving someone different and that dynamic is different, but you're still 50% of any relationship and you're still going to bring whatever you do, however you are, however you show up to this relationship like you did the last relationship or the last three relationships, unless you have taken some kind of ownership, unless you have taken a deeper dive, looked inward, investigated, understand, you know, and I know we, I know we change, right? So um, you're not who you were when you were 25. Okay. But the inward process, the investigation, that is a lifelong journey. Also, because we change, you know, also because we are different, you're not who you are now. Um, you need to look at what you need to look at yourself. You need to explore yourself constantly. You need to understand yourself. This is also an important piece because it's how you develop a better relationship with you. Meaning, it in a way, it has nothing to do with who you love. It has to do with your own relationship with you. And if you're not owning and exploring and investigating and learning and understanding self and owning. And, you know, if you're not doing that um, pattern, you're not building a relationship with you, right? You're, you're actually drifting from you. So part of being in a healthy, sustainable relationship is you working on yourself always. And so it's not only about the other person, but it's about your relationship with you. Thank you for listening. Be well.